0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Film Optics brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop culture related. I'm your host Christian and I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host Devin and today today we are reviewing the latest Warner Brothers film yeah got Mortal Kombat in the house
1: I was expecting some, some, some techno music
0: after that I I wanted to but I'm not sure a how that's gonna go across on YouTube and or affect the audio version for the podcast so I was trying to keep it more simple but yes we are reviewing the latest Warner Brothers film Mortal Kombat. And uh before we get into our our review today, just a little bit of housekeeping here. actually, let's back up. I'm sorry, devin. how's your weekend then?
1: it was a good weekend mm-hmm. um if you're watching on YouTube, I'm in a different realm right now i'm in <laughs> I'm in parent realm I oh guess you could say. yeah,
0: parent realm, there you go there you go it's hey, man, you know like it it is what it is uh, you know you're home for uh, c- celebratory reasons, so nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, I myself uh, I had a pretty good weekend. It was just, uh, I got my second COVID shot today. So, oh, I am so sorry. That was the wrong I mean, one. You did, you did finish the shots. So, I did. I did. I was going to do the nice little, uh, nice little applause there. You know. So, it'll just take about what two weeks to get into the rest. But, you know, it's Monday. So, Happy Monday, everyone. Um, I've been kind of resting up myself. I uh, felt very, very tired yesterday. Didn't have any other crazy side effects on my side, which is always a good thing. Um, you know, we, we never want that to happen with anyone. But I've heard a few other people out there have had some uh, some crazy, crazy, uh, just, I don't know, crazy reactions, you know, to uh, one of my friends had like night sweats uh, the other one really couldn't sleep. He also had night, had night sweats. I was just a tired old boy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have anything
1: any issues with the second
0: shot. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you did. But that's good that you didn't because for some people, they have like no side effects whatsoever. I mean, I feel like being tired is honestly way less than the lower scale. But I did, a, I did fall asleep halfway through the Oscars because of it. Because I got well, it at like 8 o'clock that awesome day. That. What's up? There might be a few reasons for that. Oh man! So every everyone was so up in arms about. It. Did you want to talk a little bit about that before we get into the review? I know we, yeah, we haven't we really done some, a lot of Oscar coverage some, here.
1: Uh, making some Oscar reactions here. Yeah.
0: So it's um. So I know. Um. Oh okay, my god! It was
1: fine for like the first like couple of
0: hours. Yes, yeah. and then the yeah, last part
1: that. kind of went off the rails. Everything so, just kind of fell apart.
0: So, what do you mean by went off the rails? Because I know Anthony Hopkins won a Best Actor for The Father, which was a phenomenal movie. Um, I, I honestly, I, I, feel like he definitely deserved it for sure. Um, I know, obviously, the whole thing with Chadwick Boseman. What, what was with that? Because I keep seeing on people, people on Twitter saying it's not that Chad Chadwick didn't. It's not the fact that he didn't win. It was something else. I guess they were. Well, they
1: made the decision mid-broadcast to switch up the order of the awards because usually Best Picture is last, obviously. Right. Like, you'd expect that one to be last because it's the biggest award. But they did that um, third-to-last award. They did uh, Best Picture. And then (laughs) they did Best Actress and then Best Actor. Mm. So then people started speculating. Well, maybe they're just doing that because Chadwick's going to win Best Actor. They want to give him... The spotlight and some a moment for his for his career to celebrate that, which would have make sense, would have made a lot of sense, but they ended up not doing that and confusing a lot of people.
0: Mm, I think that not, their- not
1: only did you take the spotlight away from from Land and Chloe Zhao because their award was like not the biggest award of the night, but you also took the spotlight away from Anthony Hopkins because he wasn't even there,
0: right? He was in Wales, people, yeah,
1: not as people that are angry at him, which they shouldn't be, but
0: no, because and then I saw his uh thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead,
1: yeah, and then obviously you take any spotlight away that that Chadwick could have had. It just seemed like the right thing to do to give him the award. Was even
0: there, but oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: It's even if. I mean, I, I haven't seen the father yet, but I have heard amazing things. It is very good. I will so say. I, that. I imagine he it was a deserving award, but I'm pretty sure he would have understood if if Chadwick would have gotten this one.
0: Yeah, and that that's one thing I know people were kind of annoyed about. Um, I well, so did did was there a um, like a Chadwick like tribute? I'm, I'm imagining that there should. That's should have another
1: worked. thing they really messed up was the mm-hmm. immortal section because they. They were doing it to like the beat of the song, so it would speed up whenever the beat sped up in the yeah. song. It was really weird and kind of disrespectful.
0: Oh, what? they were
1: just they were just like speed running through most of the names.
0: Hmm. Well, I think that deserves a yeah. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. That doesn't sound very very. Um, what I, I don't know that that's weird. Like so. I know Anthony Hopkins wasn't there for his acceptance speech. I mean, the man's in his 80s. Why would he be? Um, you know, he was at home in Wales. Um, I did see his, like, quote-unquote acceptance speech. Um, you know, we paid tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman. So there's always that. I mean, it's, I mean, which, which is nice. I don't know why people are mad at Anthony Hopkins for it. From what I watched, like, it seemed to have gone fine. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya had a bit of a weird, a weird sentence there too and his, his his speech got interesting at the end yeah it got very very interesting and then his mom's like what and yeah i mean we won't go into it but it was i mean if you want to look it up it's definitely out there um, he, was, he was definitely deserving though oh you absolutely he got supporting nod for some reason yeah absolutely and see and this is only, that's the only thing i didn't understand with judas and black messiah who was the supporting and who was actually the lead? I would actually say that. I mean, you could have both great arguments for Lakeith Stanfield and for um, Daniel Kaluuya. So it's like, where do they even stand? You know what I mean? Yeah, and then obviously
1: the, the biggest winner of
0: the night is Nomadland and Chloe Zhao. I'm glad she won for directing, but I mean, this is I mean, this is just my take, my business, but like. Every other best picture film on there I think would have had, should have won. Like, I would have been okay with any other besides Land.
1: I really like Nomadland. I haven't seen The
0: Father or Minari. Minari was very, very good. Um, I think, I mean, each film definitely had something to say, but like you can't really, I don't know. I, I, w- I would have went with Judas. I, I would have went with Judas or I would have went with uh the father honestly um i don't know about Trial of chicago 7 i thought that was going to win cuz that's usually like a crowd a crowd pleaser but you know it is what it is um but hey hey there's I, I always more no, no wins either oh no but, oh, maria Bach, i thought she was going to win that who won
1: supporting actress um it was the, the mother from minari i believe oh that's the right older, that's right yeah 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 actress mm.
0: Yeah, I think she I think she played nine eye and um or no. No, she wasn't was she nine Nai? I don't think so. Well nine Nai was a little bit more heftier from the farewell.
1: She, she she had a great speech though when she won. She was just mm-hmm. like I
0: finally get to meet Brad Pitt. <laughs> That's funny. That's great stuff, man. That's really great stuff. But yeah, let's um let's get into our uh our um uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I I am last uh, Spoiling myself here.
1: Also, also, Oscars were down like 58% or something from last year.
0: Like, they are... Oh, yeah. Them. I saw... Yeah, you showed... It was seen near... No, sorry. That's from Mortal Kombat. Uh, the Oscar ceremony hit a record low, plummeting to 58% compared to last year. Um, I understand that kind of like goes into a lot of people going not have cable, but I mean... Do you if really you, need... If you
1: can't succeed during a pandemic you're going to have to reevaluate some things because everyone's sitting at home. Everyone has nothing to do.
0: That is very true. It doesn't seem like they're trying to adapt to the situation at hand. Um, I mean, to, to, I mean, to give them credit, you know, yes, they did decide to push the Oscars back um, and what have you, but it's just, yeah. I mean, everyone's everyone should be home. So it's like, there's, there's no reason why <laughs> there's no reason why the record, but like why this should be a record low year. Everyone yeah, should have they been, also need to make it free to watch that. They
1: need to have a place. Seriously.
0: Yeah. You don't so like, free. honestly. And I, I agree. Sorry. I did not mean to cut you off, but I was talking to uh, Ricky and Jacob about this earlier. I was like, I, I don't think they need to attach this to like ABC live subscription or what have you. It needs to be free for everyone because that is how you're going to get people in. I have, That's how
1: they get our age, our our generation in. Because no one has cable.
0: Exactly. I I, I cut the cord years ago. I've never looked back. It's like I mean, it, it's just I don't know, man. It it is very very crazy. Um, that that is a very good point that you brought up. Because I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, it's it's just something's got to be done, man. It's you know, it's it's all about adaptability, and it doesn't really seem like they're willing to change that much. I mean, they did. You know, granted for the the nominations this year. But again, we have 10 slots in Best Picture and we only got eight again, which makes no sense. I think the only time they used all 10 was the year that they changed it. I can't remember what year that was, but it's not really much of an excuse. It's like, I mean, if if you expanded to 10, you should use all 10. Um, <laughs> someone on Twitter says literally only plummeted only because of the pandemic. Ratings for everything have been plummeting since March 2020. That is a lie. <laughs> talk, to, talk, talk to Disney Plus and see what what their subscriber numbers are. I'm sorry, but that's <laughs> that's crazy stuff. Dream, yeah, streaming is definitely up. Yeah. Definitely, but anyway, let's let's get into our uh, Mortal Kombat review here. Before we get into the review, really quick, you can listen to this podcast on platforms around the internet, and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics for all of our latest announcements. You can also, again, watch us here. We're on YouTube now. You know, we're doing we're trying this thing out, uh, trying to expand our market um, to as many corners of the internet as we possibly can to you know spread the good nerd word. So. Yeah, Devin. Let's get straight into it. Um, you know, we'll give our first, our initial reactions. You know, and then I'll give the old, um, the old uh, spoilers thing there right before we get into like the movie breakdown. But this, uh, let me read the story synopsis, uh, the synopsis itself, um, really quick, and we'll kind of just jump on into it. So the synopsis reads. MMA fighter Cole Young seeks seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Um, This did release on April 23rd this past Friday. The runtime is around 150 minutes, and you can watch this on HBO Max for the first 30 days. Um, And it is also playing in theaters as well. It's it's doing some big numbers right now. It really like surprisingly is. Surprisingly even more
1: than Godzilla versus Kong.
0: Yeah, like and oh my gosh, I think it was uh nearly 30 30- um, sorry, nearly 3.8 million U.S. households have watched Mortal Kombat during its opening weekend. According to Samba TV, Mortal Kombat had more viewership in its in just three days, Friday through Sunday, than Godzilla vs. Kong got in its first five days. So that's... Wow.
1: It's, it's definitely surprising. <laughs> I would not yeah. expect Mortal Kombat to do better than Godzilla vs. Kong.
0: Yeah. I mean, everybody, I mean, you know, we're, we're gamers here and it's like, you know, this, everyone, for whatever reason, when it comes to video game movies, everybody just tunes in because it's like, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? You know, track record in the past, give or take a few have been a bit, uh, a bit iffy, just just straight garbage, but you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I guess like the original Mortal Kombat movies. Yeah. Have you watched the other Mortal Kombat movies? Um, I've watched
1: bits and pieces of them mm. and Annihilation is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> have you have you seen did you watch Annihilation?
0: No, I have I want like okay, I wanted to go back and watch the others first, but I didn't want to get like fatigued when it came to this. So I think what I'll do now, if I can find them. I'll go back and watch them now. It I know now on HBO Max, but the first one oh, isn't. Well, that's all you had to say. <laughs> I'll probably watch it today, then. To be honest, just to, it's it's really bad. Yeah, it's all right. I'm I, I, I'm I'm not expecting anything of it. but yeah, I, I like watching. You know, like I mean, it is fun to watch the build up. I mean, for Zack Snyder's Justice League, I did watch, uh, rewatch, uh, Man of Steel and uh, Batman v Superman, but <laughs> those were films I've already seen before. But it's like I don't know i I just didn't I didn't want the full fatigue effects um on my side, you know what I mean I wanted to go into it blind like I mean like oh you know now I gotta watch the new one, but it's like oh, I'm kinda tired of watching you know Mortal Kombat movies, but no it's it's good yeah, stuff.
1: it was cool going in blind like I have like some knowledge on Mortal Kombat, but it was nice to have some surprises in there,
0: yeah, well like I mean. Our best friend Seth is like a huge Mortal Kombat fan. and I was going to bring up that this movie
1: got the Seth seal of approval. It did, did it? Okay, big big milestone for this one.
0: Yeah, honest. No, for for all you listeners out there, everyone you know watching and listening on the pod, Seth has been our best friend for God knows how long. Literally, I think the only one out of like our original friend group who just breathe like he used to live and breathe Halo, but he like lives. And Breeze, Mortal Combat, like yeah. this man. <laughs> and I, I meant to have him on, and if I have my second COVID shot, and things just kind of got away from me this weekend. But I'm really glad I got the set of seal of approval. Um, I, I wanted to kind of compare numbers really quick compared to reportedly by Samba the, the 2.2 million that watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. It definitely seems that they are moving on from that. Um, if if people are are not have not heard the word about that already, but I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Someone on Twitter said manifesting the uh, Mortal Kombat cinematic realm. I like that. Oh, I like that. The MKCR. MKCR. The MKCR. I like that. It's interesting. It is very they, They're
1: definitely set up. Yeah. I think I, think I saw somewhere that Sub Zero signed on for four movies.
0: I wanted so it. That's
1: to- exciting.
0: Yeah, I actually did want to talk about that, but let's uh, get into our initial reactions of course. Um, it, this is directed by, uh, Simon McQuoid and stars. Oh my gosh. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot to change the stars over. I was like, Eric Andre is not in this movie. Um, uh, but was there anyone in this film that you recognize from somewhere else, there
1: aren't any really any major recognizable actors, mm. um, Lewis Tan is the new character that they introduced. Cole Young,
0: yeah. Oh um, yeah, He's like new, as in like he's not even in the game franchise. New, yeah. Like he was made for this for this film. Yeah, I was like, I, I thought I thought that was an interesting touch, and I wanted to get your thoughts about that as well because I I kind of like it. You know, it's not just it's it's showing that they are trying to you know make their own version of Mortal Kombat. Even though I feel like just giving my initial reaction here really quick, I feel like it was a bit misleading because, you know, we we're expecting this big tournament. This is more of like the prequel leading up to the tournament. I'm not sure if you agree or disagree with that, but that was my yeah. little feel about that's, it. That's my biggest gripe is that there actually wasn't an
1: actual tournament. Yeah. Which but but I, but I do agree that um, having the main character be someone new was the the right decision because it gives us perspective as as someone coming into Mortal Kombat blind. It just kind of gives gives you some someone to to attach to. And yeah, they're they're learning as we're learning about it.
0: Yeah, and like you know we we've played Mortal Kombat before. Seth has beaten our ass. He's- Multiple times to the point where it's actually just not even fun anymore. Yeah, <laughs> at least for us. But you know, I I don't know about the entire storyline of each Mortal Kombat, but like I am familiar with the characters. You know, kung Lao, Liu Kang. You have Sub Zero. You have Scorpion. You have Raiden. You know, you have Kano. Gora. Huh? Kano. Kano. <laughs> yeah, Kano. You had um. Uh, Sonya Blade, you know, I, yep. I I am familiar. Like, if someone's like, oh, like, I know who that is. I'm just not a big Mortal Kombat fighting fan, but I love watching other people play like yeah. 100%. And I think this movie, I think it set out what it wanted to do. Like, it is definitely, you know, putting in, like, little bits of breadcrumbs here or there, but it's... Uh, it. it I, I had a good time with it. Yes, I'm not- that's the
1: first thing I texted you when I was done. I was like, that was like... That was fun as hell. Yeah. Like, it might not have been the best written or the best story or the best acted <laughs> or the best visuals. But oh, okay. The
0: visuals was, weren't bad. I like the visuals. Goro was rough.
1: Okay. Besides Goro. Goro was like Scorpion King, um, like esque.
0: Oh, my like God. Almost
1: that bad.
0: <laughs> when was, oh, my God. When was the last time I saw Scorpion King? Wow. That 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 is a good comparison. That's what it reminded me of. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> but other other than that, like everything was it was just really fun. Like the characters were all great. Kano stole the show. Yeah, Sub Zero was amazing. Like that is how you do Sub Zero. He's basically like a slasher like killer in this movie. Like he shows up, people die. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I mean, He's just like a badass.
0: Yeah, no, Sub-Zero is definitely... He was, I'm, I'm just going to play as whatever. It's just,
1: Sub-Zero
0: wins. Like, honestly. He, he does. He, he does. Sub-Zero does win. And then you have... He, he, he's just He's just owning everyone. I'm like... And I'm not...
1: Okay, and, so and my, I love I love the scenes. The first 10 minutes were, like, legitimately great. Yeah. Like, when Sub-Zero hunts down Scorpion. Like, <laughs> that was... Those are... That was a great scene.
0: Yeah, literally. Literally was like round one, fart. <laughs> like you can kind of see, like you know, yeah, had round one, round two between Scorpion and Sub Zero, and then you know, um, later down the line, it's it, it kind of it does make a connection. Like we don't have a lot of connection with Cole, even though he is a new person in this entire universe like you said for newcomers to attach themselves to but like besides him saying like well before we get into that are 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 you done with like initial reactions or you just want to go into spoilers i keep we we usually kind of blend it in where i'm trying to like chop it up for people who are listening and whatnot so um any more non-spoilers you wanted to uh dish out before we head into spoilers Let's dive in. All right. There's your warning, everyone. We're not going into spoilers here. So, um, yeah. Sorry <laughs> for Mortal Kombat. But, yeah, as I was saying, um, besides for Cole, you know, us knowing that he has to protect his family, like, he's he's not the world's best boxer, but he's not the world's worst either. You know, he's he's doing these fights for $200 a night, you know, something to put food on the table for him and his family. Um, even though his wife doesn't like to come and watch him fight, which is kind of understandable. Uh, you definitely see that his um his daughter is always in his corner, which is really you know relatable and whatnot. But other than that, like we definitely got more of backstory with Scorpion, Sub Zero, and it's like it, it, there was just so many fatalities and just like I I felt like some of the phrases were shoehorned in. But like, yeah,
1: that's that's guaranteed though for, for a Mortal Kombat movie. It's it just like that in the other ones.
0: But like, it would have been really cool if they actually had the announcer guys be like "flawless victory" or like "fatality." You know what I mean? Like it was, just, or or even "finish him." Like, I it would have. I think it would have been a little bit better if we just had like an overseer. Like, yeah, like it is a you know. So, a, so you want a narrator? Well only when it came to the fighting, but like that's because obviously that, that is one thing. Like if anything, anyone knows about Mortal Kombat, it is. I feel all like, like if
1: they actually had the, the tournament then that
0: could make sense to have somebody. Yeah, it. That, that is true. That is very true. But it's, you know, it, and then it, it's so, uh, I don't know. I really did enjoy the action. It was just, I wish we would got a little bit more with Cole. But what did you think about, like, the other characters? Just how everyone... Uh, yeah, I definitely liked Cole.
1: And I'm I'm looking into his, his, um, he was in Deadpool too, as Shatterstar. Who? Cole? I didn't even realize. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's right. I totally forgot about that. Dude. He's
1: definitely been in a lot of uh, martial arts type movies. Yeah.
0: Oh, he was in Iron Vist. Interesting. Oh, see, that was one thing I did not watch. <laughs> I, the only time I watched Iron Fist on screen was during um, The Defenders because in order to follow Daredevil's story, you have to watch Daredevil 1, 2, then watch Defenders, and then Daredevil 3 because everything kind of ties back into him. But yeah. yeah. But as far
1: as other characters, like I mentioned before, Kano kind of stole the show as the comedic relief. Mm -hmm. At first, I was a little worried he was too over the top, but he kind of just kept getting funnier as the movie went on. Mm -hmm. To me, his his jokes were definitely landing. I love when he got his power, his laser beam, like (laughs) better than your fireballs.
0: (laughs) He was so obsessed with those fireballs. I swear to God, dude, it was insane. Like, yeah, he he. And I really like how they use the symbol of you know, the dragon, the circle dragon as a way to kind of push the narrative of, like, oh, you know, like there are random champ uh, people who are chosen for this fight. And, you know, if you kill someone, you know, that that uh, seal transfers onto you and you become a champion. And we see that with Sonya during the beginning of the movie. She doesn't really have it, but she's more in the know than like everyone else besides her and Drax. Um, I mean, Dax, Jax. Sorry, Jax. Jax. Yeah. Wow, Jax.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought those two were were okay, kind of forgettable overall as characters.
0: Yeah, I wish we would have had more backstory for them as well. And, and obviously, you know, we saw like amazing fights during this entire just yeah, this entire a movie. Lot, of,
1: a lot of gore, a lot of well, maybe not a lot of blood, but no. a lot of gore. That could, there definitely could have been more fights. That that is a very valid complaint. There wasn't an actual tournament. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting decision. I have seen. It's very polarizing. A lot of people are just really down on this movie right now, saying that's like unwatchable, the unwatchable and bad. And I just thought it was fun. It's just like Godzilla versus Kong. You have to put aside the story and just watch it for the fights. Like yeah. You're not, you're not watching this for a cohesive story.
0: No. And I, and I think that's where a lot of critics kind of fall short sometimes. Cause I, I have seen a few people online saying like how terrible it was. And it's like, okay, like unwatchable. I, I feel like that's just a little over the top. Like if you did not like it, you know, that is within your right. You know, that that is your opinion. You're entitled to that. But to sit here and say that that was actually unwatchable, like I watched it twice. And I loved, I watched it once in theaters and I watched it once on. um, it was so home.
1: good in theaters. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, so it much. was great.
0: Like, I mean, like my, my theater was as packed as it could be, you know, due to yeah. COVID, but uh, well, how, how was it on your end? There were some pretty decent numbers. Yeah. So it's like, obviously
1: there's like the restriction, but there it was, it was obviously all for what, I for what it, it could have Right.
0: But yeah, I, I, I never really, I don't, when people say, oh, like it's unwatchable, it's like, if you're not a video game fan, if you're not a fan of Mortal Kombat at all, that's fine. But like the people who are going to go see this are the people who are, they, they are video game fans. That is just who they are. And, you know, they, they just want to see their characters represented, um, in a in a just fair way, which is totally fine. I think they've I think they were fine with that. Um I really like Kung Lao and Liu Kang. They are probably two of my favorite um Mortal Kombat characters. There was a there was a PS2 game um with Kung Lao. I loved all
1: the hat jokes Kano kept making.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> it was just I, I really like how even with um Jack's like how he unlocks his like true potential because obviously, you know, he has the mental arms after Sub Zero just like rips them, like, you know, tased them to shreds and whatnot. Uh, but it was just my God.
1: Sub Zero is so good. Every like every scene he just shows up and everything like ice starts forming, snow starts coming down. Mm-hmm. You, can, you just know something's about to go down.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I really liked, especially towards the beginning. With uh, Scorpion's family when his wife's like, oh, you know, like, why, why is it so cold? And I was like, oh. You just see him walking down the
1: street. You're like, oh, yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, so I think the video game I was actually thinking of that I used to play religiously, I believe it was Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks for the PlayStation 2. It was more like an action adventure type game. Interesting. And it was amazing. I played the crap out of that. I believe it was Shaolin monks. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like a single player type, um, Mortal Kombat game. And I was like, wow. Like I really wish they would make more of these, but I don't think they ever did. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, dude, I, and I think that's the reason why I like Kung Lao and, um, and, um, my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, Liu Kang so much. <laughs> and, and, uh, and Raiden as the, uh, the, the, stubborn, the stubborn old guy <laughs> What did you think of Raiden in here Like did, did Seth like kind of give you any Insights or was he just like boom. I didn't really ask about Raiden But I know
1: in the first Two movies he was kind of A random white guy So it feels like they might have gotten it Gotten it right this time
0: mm. <laughs> Okay Yeah <Like> <laughs> movie,
1: He's just like a white guy with long white hair And it was weird Yeah
0: yeah I mean, like we kind of saw his powers, and well, I and I wanted to ask you, what did you he think? He
1: kind of just like a teleport, teleportation machine. That's pretty much what his
0: role was. Oh yeah, yeah, he was like instant transmission type deal. Um, there's actually a Game Informer uh, <laughs> article out there that dropped like on the 19th of this month, saying, "Where's my Mortal Kombat Shell and Bunk sequel?" And I would love to know where that is because it was so freaking good. Um, but so, so we learned that uh, Cole is the descendant of Scorpion, and I, I think from when I thought about it when I watched it the second time, like it, it kind of did make sense because you have the uh, the daughter that he had the baby towards the beginning where they hit her underneath the floorboard. Um, I just wish that well, I mean, you know, I've already said it, like I just wish we had a little bit more backstory with, with Cole, but. Like you said, it's it's not about the story. I'm hoping that they do sign on for more because you didn't you did say that um uh, the actor for sub zero signed on for a few more movies after. I, I think there is yeah, gonna be enough. Yeah, yeah,
1: they I, definitely set it up in the end. Um they're gonna go get
0: Johnny Cage. Yeah. I like how Johnny Cage wasn't in this. I I do like how in this movie, you know, we weren't introduced to everyone, and that is totally it's, fine. it's impossible.
1: Yeah. There's like, what, 80 characters? It's insane, dude.
0: But it's it, it doesn't feel, you know, it doesn't feel compact. It doesn't feel crowded or whatnot. Like, yeah, it would be great. But this is something that you have to kind of build up to as a like prequel um, or like a prologue to everything. I think this kind of does work. You know, obviously, there's always a few kinks here and there that you can always uh, It definitely
1: with- ended abruptly.
0: Especially since
1: there wasn't a tournament and then it kind of just ends.
0: Yeah, because at first, you know, you you had Sonya, you had Kano and Cole, you know, trying to unlock their power. And it was just, it's, it was kind of like, you know, they, you know, the monologue where, you know, they, they talk over like voiceover almost, but, you know, like, oh, like, you know, we just have to defeat them. And it, it seems like they they beat them pretty easily, but like the fatalities and everything were great. Um Yeah, the, the Kung Lao had uh, oh yeah,
1: saw, saw blade
0: one, dude. I love. Literally, he cut him in half. In He's half, he surfed her. He did. He as soon as he was done, it was like flawless victory. I was like, yep. yes, yes. But like, like I said, you know, a few a few of the things are a little. Uh, shoehorned in like the sayings, but that, that's is Mortal combat for you, you know. It's just it, it's it, it was it was good for what it was, and I would definitely like to see another. Um, but was there anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh kind of just dive into scores because we kind of t- um, touched on Easter eggs with Johnny Cage? Because I, I was uh I was a little confused
1: as to what Cole's power was, and I was talking to Seth about it, mm. and he brought up a really good point that. Because Mortal Kombat is very self-referential, they they don't mind making fun of their self, themselves. They did the in the middle of the movie where he was like, "That's not how you spell combat." <laughs> like they they know how silly all this stuff is. Like, yeah, he thinks that they made his ability literally plot armor, which, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense because that's pretty much what he had.
0: Yeah, he was not the world's best boxer. Like at
1: all. <laughs> so they cool. gave him some plot armor to get through it.
0: That's actually hilarious. For So during the fight between Scorpion or the rematch between Scorpion and Sub-Zero at the end, for like a hot second, I thought that Cole was going to turn into Scorpion because Scorpion yeah. is in hell. But that's not the case. He kind of just came out of you nowhere. Know, he
1: kind of summons him when he touches the kunai. That- yeah. Kind of awakens him, I guess. What did you... Many of the classic, get over here. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's the one I forgot to download. That's okay. We got this. Scorpion wins. Yeah. He did. He did. He cleaned the floor with him. And like the only real thing he said, well, in Japanese was, you know, take care of my bloodline. I'm like, does Cole even know how to speak Japanese? (laughs) Does he know? I don't know. So it's like, you know, he's... It was what it was, but I, I did one more little gripe about it, but it's like, I just felt like it was rushed. Um, an hour, and 50 minutes. Like I was literally, I got like an hour into it the first time I did check my phone for something. Cause I was expecting, um, a, um, a message, uh, from someone, but I was like, Oh my God, like, it's like, if it feels like an hour in. And then like when I watched it again, like obviously watching a movie the second time around doesn't feel as long, but I was like, it just felt so quick. You know what I mean? But I feel like maybe do, do you think this movie would have done better narratively if they would have given it like an extra like 30 minutes or do you think like an hour and 50 was enough? Yeah, they definitely could have gone for more time, but it's impossible to get
1: all that lore in there. Yeah. It, it, yeah, a lot of time, so yeah, I kind of just went with the, the shorter end to be safe. It feels like I don't want to overwhelm that. people,
0: yeah, because there is a lot when it comes to Mortal Kombat, especially like the newer games, there's a lot of time travel and whatnot. Um, it, but it's but, but
1: I, I do think it was weird that they didn't have a tournament,
0: yeah, but eh, I guess it is what it is, you know. I'm I, I will definitely sit here and ask for it for another one because i think because yeah because they beat everyone before the tournament even started so it's like but now calls going
1: towards the end i was i was expecting him to just like throw out like five new
0: fighters yeah like
1: that's what i was hoping for but then it kind of just ended yeah but
0: i don't know it is what it is. So let's get into our, our scores here so we can wrap up. So Devin, what would you give? Actually, no, I'll go first this time around, uh, for rating scale. Um, I'm, I'm going to give this one, I'm going to give it a solid like C plus, which would be like a 77 for me. Um, you know, we kind of went over the, um, you know, the issues already, you know, with Cole, um, having a little bit more of a backstory and he just seems a little bit too one-dimensional um i really like that you know the, the the round one round two fights with scorpion and sub-zero and you know the fights were always amazing you know some of the characters were great um it, it just felt a little bit rushed um but and of course no actual tournament um but yeah i'll, I'll give it a, a 77 give it a c plus what about you
1: I was going to go with a, a C so minus. Mm. It's funny that we're both going C, the, the game that doesn't like the letter C.
0: <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. That's
1: <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> Didn't even realize yeah, um, the, the major issue of not having an actual tournament. And then some of the writing and some of the, just some of the decisions weren't, weren't amazing, but overall definitely still had fun. I'm looking forward to sequels. Hoping there will be.
0: But yeah. <laughs> All right, so Devin, w- w- would you say this movie was a um, flawless victory? <laughs> a flawed victory. A flawed victory. There we go. Yeah, but yeah. So that that pretty much concludes our uh, our review of Mortal Kombat uh, the 2021 version. I know there's others out there. I actually had, I need to put that in the actual title so people don't get confused because I always forgot that there was others out there. Um, but, you know, as as far as video game movies go, this honestly isn't half bad. Um, it's definitely on the better scale than the ones we've seen in the past. Um, I'm not going to lie, man. I th- <laughs> I think Sonic is still up there for me because I loved loved um, oh my gosh um, do- oh, I'm sorry, do- Dr. Robotnik and um, Sonic, just, just their chemistry itself was just Great. And it's like Jim Carrey was it's just
1: still Detective Pikachu for me.
0: Detective Pikachu was really good. I think that as as of right now, that is my number two. But you know, as rewatches come around, that can definitely change. But yeah, Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu was fantastic. Just the world building there. I mean, we, we both love Pokemon, so it's it's all good stuff. But yeah, so that pretty much uh concludes our review here today of Mortal Kombat. Uh thank you, Devin Always, for coming on and talking shop. Um, here on the podcast, and I believe since Falcon and the Winter Soldier is finally done, oh, sorry, my bad, I meant to go over to my applause one, but uh, since Falcon and Winter Soldier is finally done, finally done, we can focus on the good chiz, the good chiz, that is Invincible, episode eight, we will be reviewing later on this week, um, I, I, I think, I think the kind of warrants for uh, some news this week as well. Maybe, sort of, unless she's yeah, kind we'll of... See. Yeah, we'll see. we'll see. <laughs> oh, thank God it's over. <laughs> Not Invincible. I don't want Invincible to end. I'm just really happy we're... Woo! Anyway, yeah. So we have um our Invincible episode eight review coming out. If you haven't checked out already, my music our new segment Music City Verified, where I um interview uh one of my uh, good friends and Nash, one of Nashville's rising stars, Kayla Watson, about her new single. Watch me. Definitely give that a listen. That is on the podcast. Um, unfortunately, I did not upload it up to YouTube because it is audio only. Um, so you just have to surf the web to find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we're everywhere. Just not SiriusXM. So we got that coming up uh, in May. I think it is more of a dry month. I don't know if there's any like it, like Warner Brother films coming out in May. But we do have Dawn of the Dead and Woman in the Window from Netflix. So we might do those, possibly. And then The Bad Batch, of course. So... In May we have... There
1: was something I just saw that's coming in May. Oh. Uh Spiral. The the Saul movie with nope. Chris Rock. Nope. <laughs> okay.
0: There's Corella Deville. Oh, I forgot about Corella. Yeah. At the end of May. Yeah, and May. And they... So yeah, we'll 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 figure it out. But uh, let's uh, let's get out of here and uh, see you guys later on. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And make sure to check out the other shows over on musiccitydrivein.com and subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.
1: Finish him.